You've been lied to. I've been lied to. Frankenstein's name is not Frankenstein. Keep listening to this episode of Hope Between the Lines for the rest of the story. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Hope Between the Lines. This is a bonus episode dedicated to helping you find the hope in the literature. Yep, you heard me right. I'm a bit of a bookworm. I love to read and learn. And this year so far, I have read one book and listened to three. Halfway through my fourth audiobook, just kind of listening to some pretty epic stories. And then uh, halfway through my second book, and um, I just I just love to read and I uh, I just know that I've got so much to learn so much to, to gain from the minds of many people who have gone before me who are alive today and have captured their perspective in print and have decided to share it with the world and I think that's awesome so today we are going to take a look at a book that really shattered my mind when I first started listening to it because I discovered that I had been deceived my whole life because I thought I knew the story, but I didn't really know the story. Keep listening. It's about to get good. So you can imagine my surprise when I realized that I had been lied to my entire life, and here is what I was lied about. You know the Halloween monster Frankenstein. Do you know that that's not his real name? I know. I had no idea either. The book that kind of gave me many hours of really great entertainment and enjoyment on the road because I spend a ton of time in the vehicle doing what I do, traveling all over the state of Wisconsin, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, just helping churches, communities, schools connect in partnership so that students can live the best life possible. And it's a pretty special gig. So in the meantime, though, when I'm in the truck, I get to listen to some really great stories. And for the first time ever, I listened to Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. And imagine my surprise when I realized that Frankenstein is not the monster's name. I waited for the entire book to reveal the monster's name. And no spoilers here. I'm not going to give away massive plot lines. I'm just going to share with you my shock and awe that I discovered Frankenstein's monster. Um, the name of Frankenstein's monster is not Frankenstein. The creator of Frankenstein's monster, his name is Victor Frankenstein. He's a scientist and definitely and most assuredly a mad scientist. And it was crazy because my entire life, you know, growing up, trick-or-treating in the Midwest, you know, we'd have our October, fall, winter slash Halloween moments and you'd be outside and invariably you'd see somebody walking by in a, a Frankenstein outfit. And it just, again, it surprised me, the fact that my entire life I've been calling that monster by the wrong name. And because the dude's name is not Frankenstein. But you want to know something else that I learned? You can find hope in every story. And in this specific instance, you can find where not 
to look for hope. Now, again, I promise no spoilers here, but I'm just going to recap two main things that jumped out to me as I listened to Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Here's the first one. Victor Frankenstein, super smart scientist, creates Frankenstein. After he's done creating Frankenstein, he discovers he's, he's scared of what he's created. His ambition led him to do something that ultimately terrified him. And what's super telling to me is that the one place in life that we cannot place our hope is in our selfish ambition. When we are so possessed by our own dreams and our own goals that we become blind to the greater story and maybe even the greater need around us, that leads us to do things that don't increase our hope and downstream actually maybe inhibit the hope of other people. And my heart sank as I considered <laughs> the countless times my own ambition has led me to create something that I thought would make me happy, only to discover that I've created a monster. Yes, yes, I was totally resonating with Victor Frankenstein, the mad scientist, as I listened to this story. Because how many times have I placed my hope in my ambition only to discover that's not the wisest place to put my hope? The second place that we cannot put our hope is illustrated is in this book, and that's revenge. Now, again, not spoiling nothing, but Victor Frankenstein is a man possessed by the thought of revenge, and he has to come to a place where he decides between living or dying. If he pursues revenge, the outcome will be his death. If he chooses to forgive and let go, the outcome will be he gets to live. And he gets so caught up in the maniacal quest for revenge that he gets driven to that point, that fork in the road, where you really, you have to choose. And again, I, <laughs> my toes curled in the truck as I listened to this story because I'm like, oh my gosh, how many times have I been wounded by somebody, offended by someone, and have marinated and meditated on the sweet thought of revenge? And I know as a Christ follower, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have those thoughts. <laughs> I shouldn't have those drives and desires. But I got miles to go in my journey with Jesus. And there are moments where it's tough to forgive and to let go. And you might have heard the phrase, you know, forgive and forget. I think that is the most unrealistic equation when it comes to wounds and anger and disappointment. I believe we can all forgive, but I think maybe only God can truly forget. And that's a deep theological discussion for maybe another day. But I'm thankful that as I listen to this fictional story written many years ago, that I connected with this character who was possessed wrongly by the thought of revenge and was reminded, man, by the grace of God, 
that revenge is not the place where I need to place my hope. So I want to encourage you to find Mary Shelley's Frankenstein on audiobook, or if you just prefer to hold on to the book in your own hands or read it on a, a reader device, man, pick it up. You, you you won't regret it. It's a good story. It's a classic. And hey, you get to discover the many other names that Victor Frankenstein gave his monster, but you'll never once hear him call his own creation Frankenstein. So I know I connected a lot with the character of Victor Frankenstein, and and maybe you do too. And I just want to circle around the thought of, first and foremost, I want to encourage you with every ounce of my being to place your hope in Jesus Christ. There is no more firm foundation than him. There is no more rock solid place to build your life than on his teachings, on his word, on his promises. And I can say from personal experience, losing a daughter, experiencing some pretty deep depression in the wake of losing my daughter, having endured Bell's palsy where half my face was paralyzed. Uh, there have been some pretty crazy stretches in my life. And what I discovered is that God never failed me. He never, ever failed me. Even when I failed myself, even when others failed me, God never did. And so as we kind of come to the wrap up part of this episode of Hope Between the Lines, I just want to encourage you to place your hope fully in Jesus Christ. And if you are someone who's kind of in that space where you're kind of realizing that you're possessed by an unhealthy, selfish ambition, man, Jesus is the best at helping all of us get healthier in that it's not like he doesn't want you to have dreams, hopes, and goals. He just doesn't want those dreams, hopes, and goals to have you. He wants you to be free. He wants you to be living an abundant life that he purchased for all of us on the cross. And the second thing is, if you are in a spot where you're just really mad at somebody in your life, and it's probably 100% valid, you've got every reason to be mad at them, please do yourself a favor. And, and forgive as quickly as you possibly can. And if you're struggling with that thought, let me encourage you with this thought. Forgiveness is not giving people the ability to hurt you again. Forgiveness is actually releasing your claim on the right to hurt them back. And when you and I are able to get to that space of truly forgiving somebody, that is a freedom that is so beautiful and so powerful there are a few words that can describe it and so if you are in a place today where you're just struggling with revenge and you're like me many times in my life where you're marinating in and meditating on the thoughts of revenge please uh, do yourself a favor bring it to the lord in prayer he hears you he knows you he sees you and he wants to help you forgive why because he's forgiven all of us of so much more than we can even count. And the joy of following Jesus is learning how to walk like him and to talk like him, to live like him, and to love like him. 
So as you journey the rest of your day, man, let's uh, let's learn from Victor Frankenstein. Let's remember to never place our hope in our selfish ambition. Let's never place our hope in the illusion and the mirage of revenge because that never satisfies anyways. It only authors greater pain exponentially. And we actually take we take opportunity into our own hands when God has made it clear. He's just, and in the end, he does make all things right because he is right. Well, there you have it, folks. We are at the very end of this cool bonus episode of Hope Between the Lines where we just kind of do a quick little book report on something that I just finished reading or listening to and mine it for the themes of hope and see how we can learn from these fictional characters. And sometimes it'll be a real story, a non-fictional story, maybe even a non-fictional work that has, it's not a novel, but it's just an outstanding piece of literature that I I really can't wait to bring and to share with you, the listener. So I would love to hear what you're reading. And why don't you uh, shoot me an email at hopebetweenthelines at gmail.com, hopebetweenthelines at gmail.com. You can find me on the Facebook at, you guessed it, Hope Between the Lines. And then on the InstaG underscore Hope Between the Lines. I would love to hear from you. Why don't you send me a quick message and let me know what you're reading. I might just add it to my book list. And I thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for letting me be a voice in your very busy, fast-paced world. That is an honor. So thanks, one million plus one billion. And lastly, but most certainly, never ever leastly, may the Lord bless you, may he keep you, and may his face shine forever brightly upon you.